Hello, and welcome back to The Equipped Man, the podcast that explores what it means to be a man of God in the 21st century. I'm your host, Luke Wance. Hey guys, how's it going this week? I hope everything's going well. Uh, this week's episode, I've got a special guest. I've got a friend of mine, uh, David Chico Weeks. Hey, hey. How's it going? I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm well. Good. It's been a good, it's been a good day, good week. Good day. So Yeah, I learned... You just got done teaching me how to properly clean my pistol, so I appreciate that. You're welcome. It's and, uh, it's it's important to pass on skills. Yes. And yes. I appreciate it big time. And now I've got a little list to go to Bass Pro. Yes. 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 Go shopping. Yes, sir. Yes, for the essentials. Um, so for people that the for the people that don't know you, um, you're you're a husband, you're a father. Yes. I'm uh, a father of four. Yes. Mostly girls. Yes, I have three daughters. <laughs> Any men out there that have three daughters, I'm right here if you need an ear. <laughs> and this is this is why you have the pistol. Yes. <laughs> and I'm gonna buy more. Yes. Yes. Um, let's see. You've you've been in a band. Um, yes. Multiple bands, right? Multiple bands. I'm a bass player. I'm a drummer. Um. I actually was a touring musician from 1996 to 2004. Awesome. And I got tired of life. Yeah. It's no fun. I've I've heard that. I've heard that. It's okay. And and, and here's here is where a lot of people, especially young musicians, get lost in grandeur. Okay, so you get signed, you you start playing out. You start touring and going places you've never been. Yeah. And literally after six months, like, oh, we got to go on the road again. Because <laughs> you, you were lucky to get a shower once a week. Oh, you're, wow. You're in a car with five dudes that all were trying to shower, were sweaty from the night before. Yeah. You have to get to the next. It's just, I, I loved it, but yeah. I hated it at the same time. Yeah. And, I, I you know, and here's the thing. You can make money as a musician. Yeah. It'll pay the bills, but okay. I'm not going to be, you know, super rich like all these mainstream people. Right. So uh, I don't want to do the taxes on it. Yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs> I hear that. Um, and I know the, the latest band that you're with um, is Christian-based. Yes. Um, I don't I don't know exactly how. I know you guys were jokingly calling it dadcore. Yes. Um, but it's like <laughs> metalcore. The way I grew up, it was like almost like death metal. Yeah. Um, but I guess in the Christian realm, you can't really call it death metal. That would be frowned upon, I would think. They basically, I'm in, the, uh, currently I am in the band Symphony in Peril. Yes. And that is uh, the only original member right now is Sean Jonas. He's the lead vocalist. Uh, he's also the former lead singer of Zao, which is also a Christian slash former Christian hardcore band. Uh, but they call it hardcore. Okay. And it was a it was a different realm for me. Because I come from, you know, secular, Iron Maiden, Metallica, you know, all the fast stuff. And I got into Sean's band just by listening to him on Spotify. And um, I met him at church and I told him I was a bass player. And next thing you know, he's like, hey, man, you know you want to come play in my band? I'm like, are you starting it up again? <laughs> That's like, awesome. What, what, are we, what are we talking about here? Like, yeah. <laughs> so I literally had to learn all of Symphony and Peril's, you know, 
yeah, 24 their, songs. Their playlist, yeah. 24 songs in like two and a half weeks. That's awesome. Yeah. Trust me. My wife was like, can you just please put the bass <laughs> down? No. She was very supportive. That's awesome. Uh, Good. You know, if you need to practice, I'll take the kids. I'm like, thank you, honey. I appreciate it. But, you know, um, thing is, we played a show in Ohio. It was great. I got to, everybody in the band is a dad. Yeah. So that's where we got the whole dad core thing. <laughs> you know, Sean's got four kids. I got four kids. Our guitar player, guitar players have, you know, one's got two girls, one's got a teenager. You know, our drummer, I think the new drummer, our old drummer had three kids. Now he's he's left, and now we've already picked up a new drummer, and he's I think he's single. Oh, okay. So lucky. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's like we're all and and then when I got there, I was nervous because I, I hadn't played a bit. I hadn't played live since I think it was two thousand eight, two thousand ten. Oh wow, that's where I you know I met my wife and I was trying to be a stud. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, know, you gotta hear this story. Hang on. So my secular band is playing, and my wife comes to the show with her boyfriend at the time. <laughs> and um yeah oh yeah it's bad so i'm on stage and it's a tiny stage it's a little venue in chicago illinois that's where i'm originally from and there's speakers on each side of the stage on the on the corners and then there's a wall of speakers where you can like put your foot up and look like an 80s rock star oh yeah yeah you gotta do the power pose yeah oh yeah oh yeah so i saw her walk in we were getting ready to play our set and you know, I had only been playing bass in a band for five years. Okay. You know, mostly, I was mostly a drummer in my 20s and when I was touring. Gotcha. So, um, she comes in and I see her, and I know her boyfriend because I was bouncing at the bar that he hung out at. It was a country <laughs> bar. Metalhead guy being a bouncer at a country bar. Yeah. Wow, that was weird for me. <laughs> so they come in and we're jamming, and I see her, and I'm just like, and I know this is very ungodly, but I really wanted her. I wanted to steal her from him so yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, you know, and it's just, he was a good dude. Yeah, he was a really oh, yeah. good dude. He just the only difference between me and him is he liked to wear a cowboy hat and really tight jeans. Gotcha. Yep. So we're we're jamming and i put i do the power pose and i see her and i start walking towards her because she's off to the side and bash my head on the speaker i don't miss a beat though while i'm playing but i am laughing hysterically because i am beat red oh yeah and now she tells that story all the time so i figured you know what if i'm going to share a story in the music world it's going to be how i was trying to woo my yes wife. <laughs> yes that's awesome i've i've heard your i've heard most of you guys' story i did not hear that story yes that's awesome thank you yeah, and, and was... we've we've known each other for a few years yes yes well and it's funny thing she's also like her and her family have kind of helped me on this road of finding god yeah i come from a baptist background and um i <laughs> Let's just be real. I was a rebel. Yeah. I rebelled and I did not want anything to do with religion. I grew my hair out long. Yeah. To tick my mom off. <laughs> you know, she'd be like, We're going to church. I'm like, No, I'm not. 
was, I, and here's what I've learned by having kids. Your oldest is going to be exactly like you. Yeah. And now, I mean, God rest her soul, my mom has been in heaven now for three years. But I know now what she meant by, you're just like me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I don't believe yeah. you, whatever. Yeah. So I, w- I try to mirror more of my dad, unfortunately, yet, yeah, not unfortunately. I'm closer to my dad than I was my mom. Me and my mom were always button heads. And it oh, was, yeah. You know, and even now, like, I'll see a picture of her and I just like, Mom, I'm sorry, you know. Yeah. And I don't even know if I've really, like, grieved. Yeah. But I know that when I think about her, I know she's in heaven. Yeah. I know that God was in her heart, even though she was an imperfect person. Mm-hmm. But then again, we all are. Yeah, we are. So um, she was born and raised on the south side of Chicago. I was born and raised on the south side of Chicago. My dad, God God bless him, was born in good old San Antonio, Texas. So, <laughs> you know, his world got rocked when he met my mom. So oh, yeah. Here we are. And he stayed there. He froze his butt off. With <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> That's awesome. Even now talking to him, and he's like, I am never going back to the cold. I was trying to get him to come up here to KC for Christmas. He's like, no, yeah. it's too cold. I'm like, yeah. What are you going to do? Anyway, so, yes, uh, my wife and my f- her family are kind of the reason I've I've gotten back into church. Yeah. And when I first moved here, I went right back to my rebellious attitude. I didn't I've told this story a hundred times, I'll tell it again. When I walked into our church, yeah. I did not want to be there. Yeah. No, you didn't. And it was like and and my wife was even pointing at the big bald guy with the beard. Yeah. I E U. Oh yeah. Both our wives. Hey, you guys are both bald and have beards. You guys should be friends. Exactly. Wait, why? What no. That's what my and my wife's like, you could be friends with him. I'm like I don't even <laughs> want to be here right now. So and I actually I've kind of put this as part of my testimony. Like Yeah. You know, I am an imperfect person. I, I'm not going to say I hated God no. uh, because yeah. that, that's a little, that's a little harsh. I did disliked the whole idea of God, I guess. Yeah. And now that he's in my heart and he has kind of shown me how good life can be. I mean, I've very happily married. I have four beautiful kids. Yes. I'm, I was married once before. Yes. That didn't work out, but I'm, I met my wife, Megan, and as we blossomed into this couple, yeah, somehow, some way, with the help of our pastor as well, because he gave a, a killer sermon one day, and I was actually listening, <laughs> and I'm like, because he's, be he's, he's up there, and he's like, you know, it's okay to be angry. Yeah. It's okay. Give it to God. And I wanted to stand up. And I've told you this story. Yeah. I wanted to stand up in the middle of service with you standing there protecting him. What if you're just tired of being pissed off all the time? Yeah. I'm serious. I was just like, I am tired of being angry all the time. And as soon as I let that anger go in the baptismal water, I I feel I've gotten a lot better with my attitude. Yes, I still have that South Side of Chicago, like, don't mess with me. Oh, but, yeah. 
But and it's like I tell it, you know, it's like I told you before we started this, you know, I've got God in my heart, but I'll put my foot in your ass. Oh yeah. Oh so, definitely. But at the end of the day, I want God to because my heart still has hardened places. Yeah. Oh yeah. So God's still working on that, and I've actually taken because you know most people are going to find out we're on the security team. Yeah. Together at our yep. church. So I've taken the month off. I apologize. To don't, kind don't. of work on my spirituality, and we just had our right. You know, a, you just girl. had a you. Your wife just had a baby. B, you are you're working on your spirituality, which again is is very important, and actually kind of brings me to one of the biggest questions I wanted to ask you during this interview. Sure. Um, I know that I'm I'm st- still feeling out and getting used to what this podcast is going to look like. And, and I am going to have more guests in the future. So thanks for being my first. Thanks buddy. Um, as weird as that may sound with two guys in a room, um, <laughs> but what does it mean to be a man of God to you? Like when, when you hear that question or when you hear that phrase, man of God, what does that mean to you? You know, as a fan of, of this podcast and your other podcast with your wife, you know, I, I think that was the first question you asked in your first episode. Yeah. And I was driving in my car and I'm like, I don't know. I prayed on it because (laughs) man, dude, sometimes I wonder if I'm even man enough to be in the position that I'm in. Yeah. You know, to be running a household, to be working, at a, at a job and, and being in a band and trying to show my son that now you have to protect these three other, you know, well, four, if you can include the wife, yeah. five, if you include the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're totally all that, test- we are, all that estrogen. Oh, bro. I love it though. I yeah. wouldn't change a thing. But to me, to me, a man of God is just, I'm going to put it simple. like our pastor, I think would, and I, if he ever listens to this, I hope he knows that I listen to every word he says now. Love God. Love your family. Most importantly, love yourself. Yeah. And I think what's taken me a lot of time to do is to figure out how to love myself. Yeah. I think it's easy to love God. I think it's easy to love my wife, my kids. Looking inward is the hard part for me. And yeah. I tell you all the time, like, I, don't, I, I watch people at church when we're, you know, doing our thing. And I'm like, I can't be that. I, can't, I don't even know how to be that vulnerable yeah. in the middle of a room of people I know. Yeah. Let alone, like, even <laughs> my first <laughs> my first time at church, I'm standing there shaking like a leaf, sweating bullets, because <laughs> every person around me is jumping up and down. I'm like, this is yeah. weird. Yeah. But. I wouldn't change a thing because I've met so many. Co- I met you and your wife. I've met so many cool. I'm on the church softball team. Yeah, like I've and just in goal. I've take. I've embraced uh, everything about church, and I've and I think I'm hopefully getting it right. Hopefully, if she listens to this, she'll agree. I think with this last baby, I wasn't very. You know, women have a baby, and you know, guys are feeling neglected and. I think I messed up with Mm. my first two kids. Like I wasn't focusing on taking the pressure off of her. I was more focused about myself and my needs. Gotcha. Yeah. And I think with this one, it's like, I'm getting home. I'm doing the chores, making the dinner. Yeah. 
bathing the kids, getting pooped on. I don't care. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's worth it. All just to take that pressure off of her. Yeah. And I'm a man who needs that, you know, pat on the back. And my wife's not exactly, she does give the pat on the back. I'm not going to say she doesn't, but she doesn't do it as often as I'd like. As I guess my love language is, you know, words of affirmation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and when I don't get, I've learned and I've prayed and I've asked God, like, just let me do it. Just show me how to do it without expecting a reward. Yeah. So being a man of God is, for me, is love God, love your family, and most importantly, love yourself. Yeah. And I've got the first two down. Yeah. I'm still working on the third. I, I, th- I, think, a, I think a lot of guys have trouble with that third part. Um, you know, yes, there's that debate out there, you know, you know is, how really important is it to, to love ourselves? But it, it is. It's that kind of you know, taking care of ourselves. It's making sure that we're straight in our heads so that we can be there for other people, you know? And I get uh, so, even at church, I get so focused on making sure everyone else is safe that I forget to yeah. take a minute and say, hey, God, thank you for putting me in this position. Yeah. Which is why you're taking a yes. month off. <laughs> a little sabbatical. <laughs> but even PK, like, when are you coming back? Yeah. You know, like... I love her, but yeah, she's just she's just she's she'll she'll rib anybody around her. She'll 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 yeah. She was very kind to me when my mom passed away. Yeah, and she looked me dead in the eyes like, "If you need a mom, yeah, I'm your spiritual mom." And I've taken that to heart, and you know, everybody around me is like, "Pastor Kathy loves you." I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do anything for the lady. So. Yeah, yeah. But I'll do anything for anybody at our church. I'll do anything for you and your wife. Yeah. Yeah. I've just you learned, you... like, it's okay to have a certain servant's heart. And, you know, me and you went to a seminar. Yeah. And I think one thing I got out of it most, it's okay to be a protector and also be a man of God. It's okay. Yeah. For a long time, I thought it wasn't. Yeah. Because I, th- I, th- I, th- I mean, from what I've seen, it's a lot. You you do have that bouncer mentality. Oh Lord! Um, because it, you, it was your life for so long. Yeah. You know, after and, music, and yeah. After music, I became a bouncer. Go figure. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so it's like, so it's, you know, I appreciate you being on the security team yeah. as as that bouncer. But it is, it's also, you know, you and I have had many talks of don't constantly be a bouncer. And it's hard. You know? Yeah, I did yeah. that for fifteen years. Wow. Yeah, that's huge. I I think I've earned beyond Patrick Swayze status. <laughs> um, I will also say, um, because I know you have had questions and, and slight struggles with uh, that question of vulnerability, in my journey, I've found that it takes a lot of strength to be vulnerable. I I will agree with you because I have got there has been times where I have gone to the prayer floor, got yeah. down on my knees, and just started bawling like a five year old. Yeah, you saw it. You're just like, dude, embrace it. Yeah. And when those moments happen, I don't know what to do afterwards because I feel like everybody's just been watching me cry like a five year old. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it it just kind of you know that that insecurity sets in and it's like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. Never do. But then like you hear the words at church, we have great pastors 
and they, one of our pastors will, I feel like every time he preaches a sermon, a dude's talking right at me. Oh, yeah. And he and, loves to call all of us out. But that's <laughs> good, though. Cause it is. If there's one thing I think a lot of people don't realize is if you get, you're in a good church, there's, there, yeah, God loves you, but he's also going to hold you accountable, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I know there's that there's that scripture that talks about you know the the word of God is is for teaching and for discipline and yeah. you know for instruction and and all of that and it's it's just like you know us with you know being dads, I mean your kids are for the most part a little younger than mine, yeah. um, you know, but it it is it's us as dads we love our kids and we want to train them right. And we want to discipline them when they, they stray from the path that we think they should be going or the path that God tells us they should be going, you know? And so it's like, we love them. So we're going to discipline them. It's the same with, you know, God, when he, he's going to discipline us, if we stray from the path that he, he needs us to take or wants us to take, you know? So it's like, the pastors using that language and using those methods, it's like this is this is kingdom. This is yeah. this is the you know this is kingdom of God. Is is we're supposed to get disciplined. You know yeah. that's that's how it's supposed to roll. And so it's like I don't know. I I think a lot of times I have I've I've thought about that. You know because you know God is the ultimate Father, and you know I know a lot of men are fathers, and and especially they're they're just. I mean, how many times have, have we not really talked about it, but we as as dads have just kind of scratched our heads and been like, I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I feel lost. Well, I got a perfect example. Like my my melody. Yeah. You know, she's at that age where I just like, you know, if people could see the look on my face, like, why are you doing what you're doing? <laughs> and why why can't I logically? And she doesn't listen, and she's yeah. starting to say no and being defiant. And, you know, my wife called me out. She's like, your relationship with her isn't that great. Mm. And as soon as she said that, I went back to the way I was acting with my mom. Oh, okay. And I'm like, I, this can't happen. Yeah. Like I, You know, if there's one thing I've learned at church is to try to break generational gaps. Yeah. I did not have a great relationship with my mother. Not at least, Well, I did at the end, but... I can't, I'm not going to go through a life with all my kids and have one of them stray like I did. Yeah. So I am trying to find better ways to communicate with my daughter and, and still be that, that dad that's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you're just like, Oh, I love you, but I'm going to turn yeah. on you right now. Yeah. Those, those moments where you can't just say, because I'm dad and I said so. It's right. like, wait, I have to come up with a reason. Even sometimes my wife would be like, Melody? Yeah. And I'm like, if mama's got fire in them green eyes, girl, <laughs> I'm just saying. Because <laughs> I get scared. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thankfully have not seen your wife mad, so I, I'm going to count that I, as, a, as, a, as a plus I in have, my book. <laughs> well, I know you have. It, it's, it's, not, it's not pretty. Yeah. And I was probably the cause of it, so <laughs> I just, you know, I take my licks on the chin and and say I'm sorry and rubber feet and there you go. Although she, I didn't, <laughs> I think I only rubbed her feet once this last pregnancy because I was on strike. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's it. I I think I think I'm pretty much I think we've covered everything I wanted I was hoping to cover. So Amen. yeah, I I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming and, and anytime and you want this. me to come back, bro. Yeah. Who knows? We'll we'll see we'll see where this goes. Yep. This this may become a recurring role for you in that chair. I'm okay with that. So, yeah. As long as people can put up with my Chicago accent, we're good. Oh yeah. I I barely notice it these days. I notice it when I like right now like I'm nervous. I'm sweating. <laughs> Cuz like it was a microphone. It's my first podcast and yeah. I'm talking about Jesus. Yes. Yes. The good stuff. Yeah. Being, you know, loving Jesus and being a man. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I think you should get a T-shirt. Like I got God in my heart, but I'll still put my foot in your ass. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm I'll just work saying. on that. I I know I know uh, I know my wife's got a T-shirt making machine, so we oh, might boy. we might work on that. We we might we might need to brand some clothing. Might need to use that for fundraisers for new uh, new radios at church. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good week, guys. Stay fit. Be well. <laughs>